I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, Use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. And this is your bonus episode of the month or sometimes every five weeks or six weeks or who knows. But we try to offer bonus episodes to our listeners for multiple reasons. One, because we love you and you just might want to listen a little bit more often than once a week. Also, because, you know, sometimes you don't want to hear the ads. And this is an ad free bonus episode, our gift to you, where it is just content from wonderful humans sharing all about sexuality, relationships, etc. So let's dive in. Uh, Normally what we would do is do a whole intro and April will be here and be like, la, 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 la. And then, uh, you know, talking about sex questions and read a whole bio. But instead, we will just dive right in with our wonderful guests. We have Nicoletta and Michelle here, and we're here to talk about how to maximize your pleasure just for you or just focusing on you, starting with the self as a solo practice. And it might also be for going external with partners, lovers, but how we can start with our unique selves, our individual selves for um, feeling more pleasure. And I just want to also highlight that this is a two-part episode, and part two is not on shameless sex. You must go to another podcast to find it. It's like a treasure hunt. It's like a fun treasure hunt. Here's the map for you. Go, well, not in this exact moment. Listen first, and then at the end, or at some point in your life, go to the wonderful podcast called Sluts and Scholars, and you will find part two that will elaborate a little bit more about how to maximize your pleasure in partnership or um, when you're having sex or intimacy with someone else or many, many someone's of else's, that does not make sense, but you know what I mean. And uh, it is more from the perspective of me being interviewed by Nicoletta on her wonderful podcast. So without further ado, uh, Nicoletta, Michelle, welcome to Shameless Sex. And um, I am going to just invite you two to share with our listeners a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you are today in this field of human sexuality. Who goes first? Uh-uh. Michelle. Okay. <laughs> all right. I was saying we could have like a little shimmy off here, but all right. <laughs> yeah. So my name is Michelle Lamore, and I have been a burlesque performer for 20 years um, internationally, done all, done all the things. Um, and what I realized after um, a certain amount of time, kind of, you know, once the pandemic hit, I realized that my efforts were going out and I was so consumed with performing and giving to the audience that I wasn't reserving that energy or that time for myself. So that's when I became very intentional about pleasure and really going back and discovering the root of what it is that I enjoy and 
and how I like to feel and what things make me feel good rather than always being the provider of those things. Um, because I, I see myself as someone that's always been kind of the one providing and overseeing other people's pleasure than partaking in my own. So that has shifted uh, substantially and um, I'm, I'm loving it. So that's why I created Into Pleasure and, and this year Nicoletta is joining me and I'm so excited. Oh, it's so good. Um, firstly, I just want to say, Amy, thank you for having us and your intro. You're just so entertaining. I always listen to your chat. Um, <clears throat> Michelle, I feel so much of what you were saying. So again, I'm Nicoletta uh, Heidegger. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and sexologist. Um, I work mostly in private practice specializing in sex therapy. And I totally agree with you that I, I am also someone who provides support and experience for others. Um, and while I do feel like I've gotten pretty good at pleasure when it comes to sex for myself, I realized that I wasn't treating the rest of my life the way that I treat sex. Um, so I've tried to set this goal for myself that I really want to approach the rest of my life like anal sex. And <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by that is like, when I'm doing anything like that, if something is bothering me or hurting me or I don't like it, when it comes to sex or anal sex, I'm like quick to say, no, I don't like that or let's stop or let's pause or let's switch. And so I considered myself a very like embodied and in touch with myself person. But then I realized that I wasn't doing that in the rest of my life. Um, and so I, I often approach things sort of like the trauma Olympics, like how long can I wait before I have to pee or how long can I wait before I have to go get a glass of water or how many things can I add to my plate before I feel like I'm so overwhelmed and going to explode. And so I am really trying to approach my life in a different way and being more embodied and approach it the way I would anal sex. And so, um, yeah, Michelle and I um, met each other, I think, because she came to another event that I was hosting called Women Who Wonder. And um, she's just amazing and we become friends and colleagues and yeah, she did this event, uh, last year called into pleasure and, uh, we decided to co-host it this year together to kind of help people get more into their pleasure and also, yeah, utilize kind of our journey and experience to help support folks to find their pleasure. I just have to say, I love the anal sex analogy. <laughs> Just gonna approach life and sexuality like anal sex, or you know, yes, which I, I totally very slowly, understand. yeah, exactly, and very I, slippery. Yeah, but you know what? I actually got that as an integration from. I have, um, as a client, done a ketamine-assisted psychotherapy as a client, and I got this from a psychedelic experience doing that, and and that was part of my integration work. So. Like thank you. It was like, approach it like anal sex. <laughs> yeah. like, thank you, dear. Uh, wonderful Is that, divine wisdom. Yeah, I like to totally. imagine the Care Bears coming in and being like, anal sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. But like you said, slow, lots of lube, lots of intention, conversation. All right. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, setting my boundaries, taking yeah. care of myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, exactly. People are like, uh, so is this an episode about anal sex? We have those too. And I'm sure they have them with sluts and scholars as well. So, <laughs> um, no, this is about maximizing your pleasure. And that might also include anal sex. So uh, for you, Michelle and Nicoletta, so what does it mean 
to maximize your pleasure from this kind of like solo, you know, Michelle, you talked about your journey going within. Um, and so what does that, what does it mean to actually maximize your pleasure for you? And why do you think so many folks are disconnected from it? And this is a question for both of you. I think that like as a society, um, being disembodied sort of benefits capitalism. Um, so I think we, we live in a culture that's all about like no pain, no gain. So from an early age, we are taught to not listen to our bodies, whether that be parents or caregivers telling us to go kiss Aunt Sally or finish your vegetables when you're full or eat something you don't want to eat. Um, I think we're taught from a young age not to listen to our bodies. And then in our like capitalistic structure, at least for myself, I'm often taught to compare myself to others and that like nothing is ever enough. And no matter what I'm feeling, I need to just keep on trucking and like buck up and continue to do things. And so I think to me, maximizing pleasure, pleasure is really about um, slowing down and listening to what my body is actually needing moment to moment. So it is sexual, but it's also like I was saying before about so many other things. It's about listening to my kind of like higher self internal voice, self parenting voice that's being like, what do you need moment to moment? And really taking time for like, stillness, so that I can really enjoy all of the sensations that life in the world has to offer instead of just like going on autopilot and white knuckling through trauma. Yes. Yeah. And I, and piggybacking off of like no pain, no gain, we also have the saying guilty pleasure. So like we just grow up thinking that all pleasure is guilty and that, you know, we're like doing like pleasures become this bad word. And really it's like, we are created for pleasure. Like our bodies seek out comfort. We, we want to taste good food. Like we want to touch nice things. You know, we, it's not like we gravitate towards things that are not pleasurable, but it's like, we can only allow ourselves so much pleasure, you know? And, and I think it's, it's a matter of like, right, we don't trust our bodies. We don't trust ourselves. So how can we show ourselves self-love without first trusting ourselves? Mm-hmm. Like you can't love somebody without trusting them. And that goes for yourself. So like, how do you go back to trust? And I think one of the things that really helps is presence mm-hmm. and being in the moment and practicing that mindfulness. But like Nicoletta is saying, our world is not set up for that. Mm-hmm. It is not set up for you to be present because if you're present, you might be paying attention and you might <laughs> be actually comprehending everything that's going on in the world instead of just like like ingesting all this nonsense without actually like taking a moment to contemplate like what is going on and what does this mean for me and how do I actually feel about this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would even add to that too. Like, I think getting into pleasure and maximizing pleasure, maybe we were born with that ability, but I think over time, and most people have experienced some type of trauma. And I kind of define that as like anything that overwhelms your nervous system. And so it can feel really fucking scary and shitty to go into your body and feel all the sensations and be present and slow things down. Like, it's absolutely terrifying <laughs> for a lot of folks. And so I think we need support to kind of get back to that and figure out how do I even feel safe to take in the sensory experience of this wild world. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like 
it's hard to feel safe when you're doing that. And like when you're, when you're starting to recognize those feelings, you need the support. Like you need people around you who are going to support this because doing it on your own is so difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so you, you commented on all of this on, on the busy world we live in and, you know, we were, maybe we're born to be these pr- super present beings. And I look at babies and I'm like, you're very, you're so present right now. You probably don't have a whole bunch of stories about I shouldn't do this or that. And this isn't okay. And how do I, how do I feel my body? What does this mean? And, and then, you know, a lot of the stories develop as the brain grows and they take in all of this overwhelming world and then all the experiences that they have and the impressions and the you know the shame and you know it's just it's endless and it would make sense that most people would feel some level of disconnection from their body or pleasure and then also the idea that you you comment on this as well like the selfishness you know there's okay we can feel some pleasure but not too much because then I'm a selfish person. You know, it's, if I do that, then I'm just, I'm going down this rabbit hole and I'm not taking into account all of the things that require are required to be a responsible adult or a parent or, you know, all of the hats or roles that we take on. And then a lot of folks feel dissatisfied though, or empty, disconnected, regardless of sexuality, you know, and it could be from something that is, doesn't have to do with sexuality, but from some aspect of the greater being of themselves, they, a lot of people, a lot of adults and humans, especially in, in, I can speak for the Western United States culture, feel this like longing for something more. And then we add social media to it. You can see that it's there. You're like, look at all those people having all the things. (laughs) I just want to be a baby again. (laughs) Can I be, yeah. Can I be one again, but also have a conversation with my parents about what I would actually like to happen in the next five years. Yeah. It's called daddy, daddy, Dom, little girl role play. You can be a baby again. (laughs) I I tried it. It didn't fix everything. Nicoletta. Okay. (laughs) But well, and you know, part of the reason why is because of my own personal work, my own connection to myself. And so I can do a lot of this work with another person and, and I kind of need either guidance of another person, either a professional of some sort to help me understand how to do this work with myself or, or, and, or combined or separate go and do this with myself because I can't rely on just being with someone else and having them help me navigate the space. And I know that that's not what you're saying, Nicolette. I think you're saying something brilliant that spoke to because you know me well. So. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just speaking what I like, but oh, I, okay. I, like, I like that you like that too. All right. We're on the same page. Cool. Good thing we're spending a weekend together soon. Okay. So um, <laughs> next, next question. So I know you have an entire day long wor- workshop coming up all about this, but our listeners love some juicy tips that they can apply now. And Michelle, I know you come more from a burlesque star's perspective. And Nicoletta, we will get to your perspective as well, um, and which is more from like a therapist seat who also likes the daddy dom things, which is really hot, but which um, <laughs> you can comment on too. But Michelle, so from your perspective, if you could choose like two to three top tips or tools on how folks can bring their pleasure game into the next level, um, knowing that there's a whole workshop you have up ahead, so you can't share all the things, but what, what do you think those little juicy nuggets might be? Uh, I think the first one is recognizing that you are worth it, that you deserve to have pleasure. Um, and that can feel very uncomfortable for people. Um, I think especially for women, 
we're always the ones who are giving or providing pleasure or performing pleasure. So we may not even really know how to access that or to realize that we actually deserve to feel good. And just receive. The what? Or just receive. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I like to think that pleasure is an experience and something like where the giving and receiving is kind of just blended and melded together, but it's just like this experience. Um, But yeah, so I think that's step one is just realizing your worth. And then when you realize that, when you recognize that, then it's a matter of getting that in your voice and be able, being able to speak those things that you actually want without apology. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we tend to hide our desires or hide our wants in apologies or like saying things like, well, I just kind of want blah, 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 you know, and like just putting that qualification on that. Um, so learning how to use your voice, I think would be, um, the next step, like valuing your, valuing your desires enough to put voice to them. And voice is very powerful. Um, and for me, one of the things that I had to do, uh, was get back into my body. So I, I perform, right? Like I entertain and I move my body in a way that is, entertaining or pleasing to the eye for other people. And so what I had to do is go back by myself alone and figure out how my body actually liked to move for me and what felt good. So the idea of removing the audience was really important to me. And I know that I'm a performer, so I have audiences all the time, but face it, like we all have audiences. We're on social media. Like we are in people's faces all the time. And um, I think trying to take away, like working on um, removing that audience, removing that gaze and really tuning into what it is that feels actually really good to you um, is a real challenge. But to me has been like the most valuable part of this work as far as feeling present, as far as recognizing desires and really um, following my yes and like where, like where is the yes in my body and what does it want right now in this moment? Hmm. I think that's so valuable because you have, extreme might not be the best word, but so you're, you know, you're a performer. And so even in the performer space, you're like, oh, I need to go and do this work on my own to see like what, what my inner message is for what feels good with my body. If it's like, you know, where my hands want to go and the way I want to touch my, you know, my, my genitals or, or not even genitals, but move my body or, you know, the sounds I want to make and all these, you know, sensory experiences. And, and, um, I've witnessed, folks who have taken courses uh, probably similar to what you all are offering in that day-long intensive and I know there's actually many aspects in that day-long intensive but um, uh, courses where they learned how to move their body for them and to listen to what their body was saying and how to move it not because someone else was looking at their body and it was you know this is how you're supposed to do it it was them actually letting themselves actually listen and then just do it and then hear the stories like oh this is this is ridiculous this isn't how you should do this or you're a little too much this or not enough that and then and then but then inviting in more of the inner uh, knowledge that that deep intuition and then from there having profound experiences i mean i met women who were in relationships that were nearly sexless 
And they didn't do this just so that they could all of a sudden want to have sex with their partners. They did this because they didn't feel alive anymore. And the result was doing this work. They discovered their inner intuition and their inner version of whatever sexy, sensual, alive, uh, erotic, embodied was. And in turn, uh, shifted a relationship at the same time and i mean it was but it was magic and i think that i guess this will be a question that nicolette i want your perspective too maybe you want to answer this question but so would you two say that it's important to start with the intention of for you and not for the relationship or the partnership that you might be in or that you hope to be in i think it depends what it is. And, and I, I guess I want to have a yes and answer. I do think it's important to listen to kind of like what Michelle is saying. And our, our day really is focused on uh, individuals, but that's also something you can bring to partnerships. We may have some folks who are coming as partnerships. So yeah, again, this, this event is coming up on uh, April 2nd and it's, it's Michelle and myself. And then we've got um, a few other great speakers, one named goddess Coco meow. And then we have um, leaf and Icarus who are doing a rope tying thing. Um, goddess Coco meow is going to be doing something called fetish aesthetics. And uh, yeah, you got to check out into pleasure.com for all the details, but Javé de Bay. And Javeda Bay, um, who is going to be doing basically how to uh, get to a place where you're comfortable, like filming uh, some kind of sexual experience if you would like to. Um, but I list all of those to say they I think they can be individual or partnered, but I'm definitely of the belief that you should start with yourself in a lot of those ways. And I think that there's a lot of healing that happens in relationship um, and in relationship with others. And so I think it's a both and situation that like, yes, it is important to come back to yourself, to not just be doing things for others. I think especially as women, we're often taught that we are supposed to be good hostesses. And that includes hosting people in our orifices um, and that we're supposed to just like let that, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, per- <laughs> right. But like per- performing for others. Is there and anything so- I can get you? Yeah, yes. exactly. Coffee, <laughs> tea, and- pussy, me. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. tea, pussy, me. Yeah. So I think it's like, yes, we do need to come back to ourselves individually so that we know what our body likes and what it needs unwatched, unencumbered, without the pressure and the eyes um, or yeah, or just energy of others. And that can be knowing what you like erotically, knowing what you like to do just in your free time in a non-sexual way. And then I think there is a step that's needed to have corrective relational experiences with others and that we can learn a lot from partnered and relationship stuff. And so I think it's, I think it's two part. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think starting with yourself is definitely a good place to start. And then, uh, taking that next step in relationship. Um, But I think if all of us, you know, I'd say this to my clients, I think if all of us waited until we were like, there is no perfect, but until we were in like a self-evolved enough spot to feel like we were deserving of doing that with others or that we could do that with others, no one would ever be with anybody else ever. (laughs) Like, I'm good. Yeah, I don't need anyone. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I think um, yes to an extent. And then there still has to be like relational practice and healing, in, in my opinion. Yeah. But, and then like the work that you do on your own just increases your compassion for yourself and for others and empathy. And so, you know, it's not like you're going to do all this work on your own and then never want to relate to someone else. (laughs) Like we need that connection. And I think that was made abundantly clear uh, the past two years. So, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yes. I love all these answers. And God, uh, Nicoletta has some of the best analogies over there. With their <laughs> coffee. I tea, know. Pussy. I had to step it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was, I'm not trying I'm like to. I'm just... thinking about my pussy wearing like a little hostess me, apron me and like too. offering biscuits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like in a way where it's some rosé. Do you want but some rosé? But I'm more than this though. This is all that I am. Oh my gosh. This is, is adorable. I wish, uh, yeah, I just, like, we need like more Volvo puppets. A whole show. Okay, the next time, everyone, part three will be a production. Michelle, you're the director. And we're the pussy have biscuits. The, yeah, yeah, with the, yeah, the pussy biscuits. Okay, I'm so ready. let's take this on the road. Yeah, woo, I road. would like to try to. I would like to eat those. Yeah, yeah, coming to a city near you. All right, so, um, so with that, uh, so Nicoletta, you just shared a number of pieces there, but so your top to two, three tips from the therapist perspective, and maybe that was already kind of already tied in there, but how folks can feel their ultimate mm. pleasure, how they can maximize their pleasure within themselves. Oh, it's so hard to like put it into two to three tips. And so uh, just the tip. So I think it's important, at least for myself and my clients to start with like SMART goals. And if you're not familiar with that acronym, acronym, it doesn't mean like your big goals are dumb. Um, It just, it stands for like, uh, what is it? Specific, manageable, uh, attainable, realistic, and timed. And so uh, just to start with a couple small tips that I'll probably be covering um, in my part of the Into Pleasure um, presentation and event. Let's see, I would say doing something for yourself uh, in the morning that is just for you and just for pleasure. No goals, no expectations. It doesn't even have to be sexual and just doing it slowed and slowed down to savor it and doing this thing for yourself before you do anything for anybody else. And so if you're someone who's like, well, I don't have time, you know, I want to sleep in. Like I'm talking even just like one minute. Um, So for me, it was hard for me to get out of the habit of, I have my alarm on my phone. When my alarm would go off, I would look at my phone and just be inundated with like fucking text and emails and business things. And my anxiety and my ADHD would just like be off the charts. Um, And then I would dread my day. And so I've really tried to get into the habit of, um, and this doesn't have to be your routine. This is just mine, like starting my day with a two minute, like guided breath or meditation from like the Calm app or um, some, you know, meditative guide that I like listening to like Ram Dass or something. And then I'll usually play like a song or two that I feel like listening to. And I'll just like move around. I might even still be laying down. I'll just like stretch and move around however my body wants to move. And then I will take my like any vitamins or medications I need to take and supplements and like drink water. And then I will look at my phone. Um, and so I think starting small, like I said, with doing something that's just for you, just for pleasure, no necessary like goal other than like, I am putting myself first before I'm going to show up for everyone else in the day. I'm going to like fill up my cup first. Um, and just letting it be a slow start. Even if you're like, I don't have time and you already brush your teeth in the morning, like slow down brushing your teeth and see if you can have a little mouthgasm from like, brushing your tongue in a way that you like, or like grazing it on your lips, just like pick something and slow it down and try to just enjoy the moment to moment, like sensations of it. Um, I would say that would be my like top, uh, top suggestion. Um, my second one, um, shout out to uh, Miss Jaya who created this and her team, but figure out your erotic blueprint. 
Um, I don't know if you've talked about that on the podcast. If you haven't, it's basically like a almost like a personality inventory for your sexual and erotic style. Um, I really like it because I think it helps people learn their like erotic language because some people need different things to get into their pleasure based on what their the way their brain works uh, and what their body likes. And so if you can figure out your erotic style, it's going to help you figure out what that thing is that you can do in the morning based on the way that you think and feel. That's it. Yeah, we've had uh, Jaya on talking about that on episode one twenty six, and I <gasps> I agree with nice. you. I, it, I the fact found that you it... remember the number, I'm like, I'm <laughs> well, like, there's some not... episode where I used to talk about this. Look it up yourself. Because assholes. I re- refer to it so often. Be same thing. I'm just like, go and check this out. I mean, because you remember back in the day when it was just like the core erotic theme of Jack Marin's, you know, that whole, that which is I also really love the whole like the question of you know instead of asking what do I want, it's how do I want to feel when I'm intimate, and that was really revolutionary for for me and for a lot of people and then jaya's work about the blueprints and how we all um feel as erotic beings and feel like what really taps into our arousal and yeah and so i reference it a lot so anyways yes i'm glad that you mentioned that because i agree with you it's uh, it's really helpful and insightful to uncover that because you're kind of uncovering it for you but it can also show up in relation to sexual sexuality intimacy with other people yeah, and it's going to help you pick the things that are actually good for you instead of being like, oh, Cosmo said that here's the top three things to do to like find your pleasure. If they're not speaking your erotic language, you might be like, this isn't apply to me. This isn't mm-hmm. helping. Yeah. 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 Can I say something to that point um, with Cosmo and social Please media? Please do. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Cosmo. If you want and to all sponsor that. us or whatever, we'll take your money though. Yeah, right. So, but I think one of the interesting things about pleasure is that we see all these things that we think we should like, but then we, we may not actually like them. And so then we actually feel bad for not liking them. And then we like can't access that, but like those aren't the things that help us feel pleasure. Right. And so I think there's a lot of that and a lot of um, comparison, even online, social media, Nicoletta, you were talking about your phone. And I, one of the best things that I have done for myself in I don't know how long was take Instagram off of my phone. It is revolutionary. And like that, those comparisons, those like feeling, feeling bad because I'm not doing this or that or not experimenting with this or that, or I'm not, you know, wild enough or whatever. Um, this is not there. So now I'm like connected to my own joy and my own purpose and what it is that I want without feeling the pressure that I need to like all of these other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, whenever I see Cosmos, you know, top 10 tips to have the best orgasms ever. And maybe there's some really good ones in there, but some of the, some of the things are like how to get, like get the girlfriend you want or like be the woman you want, sexual goddess you want to be or things like that. And it's a little bit limited in terms of the ideas and concepts. And uh, it, it, we, as everyone who's listening to this podcast, it, well, not everyone, but if you've listened to many episodes in this podcast, you know that the ideas are limitless and we've covered, you know, the same topic with different speakers and they've said different things about that topic and it's just, and it's ever changing. And, um, and, and we've had people actually ask like, so will you ever run out of topics to talk about? I'm like, no, that's impossible. It's sexuality. Like that is actually, is, is one of the most vast conversations we could possibly have. And for all the reasons I just named and more, and hence why we uh, need workshops uh, such as what you have coming up. So for everyone listening, as you know, 
Uh, we've stated that this is a two-part episode. So part two uh, will be on Sluts and Scholars podcast, and you can find that on all of the podcast apps. It's a wonderful podcast hosted by Nicoletta over, and we actually, I think we did, do we release that podcast, the soft cock? Yes, one? we had one about soft penises back and, in the day. I don't know the number. But. Yeah, I don't I don't know the number either, but I think we did a dual release where we released on ours and you release on yours later or something like that back in yes, back in are, the day when we could you, travel. If you tuned yeah. in, we are we are both family on yes. the Pleasure Podcast Network. So yes, yes. yes. we are. And yes. I'm a Lone Ranger podcast. My podcast <gasps> is called Look Down There. And um, yeah, I created that last year and it's uh, all about body positivity, sex positivity, and decreasing the shame of vulva owners and increasing self-love. I love that. Look down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to go look at that and see what you're, um, uh, I'm just like envisioning your uh, little decal for it. <laughs> I'm thinking like a mirror of some sort, but no, I'm not. I don't know if that's what it actually looks like. Um, so, okay. So you, okay. Look down there podcast. We have sluts and scholars podcast, and we have this one day intensive, uh, which sounds kind of scary and hard. So one day, the wonderful erotic experience. experience. Yes. For your own pleasure and how to maximize your pleasure coming up, not only with these two lovely humans, but you named a number of humans. I heard something about Kitty, Kitty something, or wait, you're <laughs> Michelle Lamore. So um, a lot of names. And <laughs> I, think, I believe it's April 2nd. This is 2022. Can you tell our listeners a little more about this event, what they can expect, how can they can sign up, how they can sign up, find you, etc. Wonderful. Yes, this is a virtual pleasure positive event with five pleasure experts all happening on April 2nd. And you can register and get all the juicy details at intopleasure.com. Yeah, and, and it's cool because if the full day does sound like a lot for you, you can pick and choose your classes like a la carte, or you can buy the whole day or buy for you and a friend. Um, it is uh, only open to folks who are um, women and or marginalized genders. Um, so yeah, we, we did want to have kind of a, a space specifically curated for that. But yeah, you can get all the details at uh, intopleasure.com. Um, and then part two of this episode, we will be interviewing your Amy uh, from Shameless Sex to talk about how to maximize pleasure with a partner. So hopefully you'll come over to Sluts and Scholars and check out that part two and also check out, you know, Michelle Lemore's look down there, um, which I, I'm biased, but I think is a lovely, lovely show. Um, oh. And yeah, thanks for having us. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to check out Look Down There. And so, Michelle, you're not on the Instagrams anymore, but I think I found no, you I on am. Instagram. We can I'm find still you, right? There. <laughs> you know, you have, I still you exist. Have some beautiful pictures. <laughs> How can they find you? Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I'm still on Instagram. I took it off my phone to stop the scroll, but I am still using it on my computer, so I'm okay. still present. We're still relevant. Yeah, you're I know. Still alive. Okay. You know, I, I'm still existing, even though. But yes, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Amore or podcast. Um, at I look down there. All right. Wonderful. And I'm uh, slutsandscholars.com, Instagram at slutsandscholars, or however long Instagram lets me stay there, and uh, Twitter, slutsscholars, wherever you get your podcasts. 
yeah all our names by the way sluts and scholars and shameless sex we're just like doomed for getting taken <laughs> off at least like twice a year it's just as part of it yeah it's a fun yeah, game so, yeah it's a really it's a fun dance and we're like what do we do now anyways okay yeah. not about that though everyone so um, all of these links will be in the podcast notes so wherever you're listening to this podcast you can go to the show notes you can find the links to their events you can find this well this event this day long uh you can find the links to podcasts you find links to their websites uh, social media etc so go check that out and if you want more then you can have well you have to you just have to go over to sluts and scholars and listen <laughs> and then right after that you have to go and listen to michelle's podcast because well now we're all family and um we are here to just spread the message of how we can have more uh pleasure and intimate intimacy in our lives in the way that really works for us as unique beings and um why not bring more of that into our peripheral? Hmm. So, okay, I'm getting nervous now because this is when April would, so April, I'm the opener and April's the closer. Okay, so this is what April would say. <laughs> she'd say, rate and review wherever yeah. you listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, okay, yeah, write a review. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, go to iTunes, write a review. We like five stars. If you don't have time, just put an emoji, put a smiley, winky face, or, you know, like a dragon or something like that. Maybe some squirt emojis. Um, that would be cool too. And um, then she would say, thank you to our guests, Michelle and Nicoletta, and um, to our listeners for taking the time to listen and learn with us and spreading the good word to all of your friends, maybe your family, maybe your grandma, I don't know. And um, this is your bonus episode. So normally we'd say see you next Tuesday and you all know what that stands for, right? Hmm. But uh, instead, this is Friday, but we will see you next Tuesday as we do every Tuesday. And with that, ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com and for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.